What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show, the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin here with Meals. Did I? You're Mr. Did I miss Davis anything? at this point. You're Mr. Davis. <laughs> did, I, did I miss anything? Last week? Uh, how about that? Did I miss anything last week? All these damn photos you were taking of this frigging luxurious ass vacation. Did you have? Did I miss anything? Did I miss any Chilligan's Island adventure? Did I miss anything? Well, I mean, you, you, there was there was one Chilligan's Island thing, and then when I when I said it, and I told and and you know, I I told um I think I told Eric about it or somebody or something. He posted the video of Chilligan's Island. There was a lizard in our room. We were in we were in Puerto Puerto Vallarta, mm-hmm. Mexico. And it's, you know, right by the coast, beautiful. We got this resort right at the top of the top. This is this is this is making me sound bad. You're doing this on purpose, of course. The allegation. Listen, the allegations were never true. We've seen the photos. It doesn't matter. What the fuck? Just lean into just, it now. You just tricked me. No, it's it, it, it's a res- <laughs> it's a resort right at the top of like this this mountain. You can see everything. looks It looks like fucking Monaco. Looks like Italy when you get up there. Like nice yeah, little top of a mountain and everything. <laughs> and only the best. <laughs> only the best <laughs> for my uh, for my wife. It's crazy to say that wife. Crazy to say that wife. But um, so there was a lizard in our room. We we walked in after we we had, like went out in the city to go get some food, mm-hmm. and there was a lizard on, on our door sill, <clears throat> leading to our room. And I was like, wait, do you see that? My wife is like, is that a painting? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, if it was a painting, we would have seen that when we first walked in. It's it's real. So the lizard, I was like, okay, get a cup. We're gonna try and I'm gonna try and put it in the cup and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna toss it out. You know what I mean? Toss it out the door. The motherfucker is so fast, he moves up the door into like you know where the, the top of the door meets the top of the, the thing, the like the little door sill. Yeah, yeah. He's up there. So I was like, okay, go get a spoon. And I'm going to like try and push him out. So we, we go back and forth. She's not helping me. She's completely walked away. Not. So that I'm yeah, all, of course not. I, 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 I'm, I'm on my marriage own. at this point. Now that you're a fool. fool. <laughs> she has completely removed herself. She said, this does not serve me. I'm done. I am, I am not going to be involved in this anymore. I use the spoon to kind of push him to try so I can get him into the cup, but I'm on a chair. You know what I'm saying? Because I have to get to the top of it. And I mean, in all honesty, it probably wasn't going to bother us. But I just don't, I didn't want him getting our stuff. And then Custom sees a lizard in my back. You watch way <laughs> too much Simpsons, by the way. We'll go on. <laughs> so the lizard goes into the corner where, you know, when you close the door, that crack, like it, it, it could have got squished. I didn't want to squish it. Oh, nah. I'm sorry so to I, any <laughs> animal environmentalist, but. Splat. No, he. But the thing that was crazy was that he got stuck in the middle of the crack of the door. The door, the door wasn't completely open; it was still cracked. Mm-hmm. He, t- he basically pulled himself off. His tail, his tail came off. He pulled himself out of it and, and ran away. He ran under okay. like the door. Apparently, apparently, from all I learned as a kid in all my um, what's those books? Remember those books I used to send in the mail? Yeah, about animals. I forgot what they're fucking called. Oh my god. All right, whatever. Animal Planet books or whatever. Maybe one of them. Maybe it's that. They don't need tails. So no, they I mean, don't. <laughs> no, they don't. Like on on God, like he. I I read that they he did that 
for survival. He just like lopped his own shit off and then ran. And I was like, I, I felt bad because I was just like, I felt like I had mutilated him by pushing him into the corner to get stuck. But the tail was still moving. Like the tail was like flopping around for a good five minutes. I was just like, yo, this is this is crazy. But that was my children's oh, Brooks. Whoa, I haven't seen these in a while. That was my that was my Gina. That ain't no damn painting. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, well, you know what? First of all, congratulations to you and your wife Thank on you. being married and everything of the rather. It looked amazing. It looked wonderful. It looked fun. It looked very family esque. I was very very happy seeing all these photos, um, and very very happy with you know just kind of the smiles on everyone's faces and everything of the sort. So I was very, very happy with that. Um, so I'm very glad for the both of you. Um, and I'm sure everyone else is as well. Um, happy you had your honeymoon. Thank you. It, thanks for all of the well wishes, the love, the support, um, you know, shown to me and my, my beautiful wife and, it was it was unlike anything. I mean, the days leading up to it, as Mills knows, not a happy camper. Wait, where were but Roman and Ray doing all of this? <laughs> they were home. They were home. They right. we we actually don't live far from our venue, and it's primarily the reason why we haven't moved yet was because we live so close to it. So I had actually <clears throat> the day of. I mean, I see my wife. I dropped I dropped her off to the hotel. So she could change and everything. I, I had the dogs most of the day. So um, our our actual ceremony was way late in the day. So I was able to watch the dogs, chill out with them. I just wanted a day like a day. Of, I just wanted to chill. I didn't want to talk about it until like two o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know, I had I had the boys over. We just like sat, we ate, you know, they ate. I was just like watching TV. We were talking, all of that stuff. And um, I had the dogs. So like I was able to feed them, take them to the bathroom. And they were good for the rest of the day. Because I mean, the, the ceremony didn't start till five, and they usually go to sleep at seven. So like, they were they were completely fine for most of the for the whole night. Damn. All right, that's pretty good. Um, to revisit your question, you asked five minutes ago. Yes, a lot of bullshit happened during this week. <laughs> <You're home. laughs> Lots of things. So much things that we didn't even get to capture at all. To be honest with you, I want to give a shout out to Sid and Quan. I always got to give a shout out to our guests because we have been moving. This is our 240th episode of the A Show, by the way, Um, Mm -hmm. which means that we've been doing this for 240 weeks in a row. And I always have very much gratitude for people who, you know, when one of us is out, if Justin's out or myself is out, who help continue the show because you help continue the current reign and streak and everything that we're going and keep giving the content to the people who love listening to us. So I want to thank Sid and congratulations to him for graduating. Um, you know what I said? You know what I said when I saw that? I said, of all the people that you could have booked on this show, <laughs> you booked Sid. Sid is, and I, Sid is great. I like his energy. And I said, if I had known that you were going to book Sid, I would have said no. I was, I was the, first, the only person I would have said, never, <laughs> never ever a book on this show. He's great. He was amazing, man. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I did not know he was from Connecticut. I didn't know this was a tri-state area thing that we were working with now. So I was pretty, I was pretty satisfied with this. Um, Listening to that episode, disgusted. All right. Mm, mm, take it up with of Sid. All, of all the, oh, I have, I have. <laughs> Multiple times over the week, I brought it up to him. Uh, oh, God. And then Quan. Quan is, thank you, Quan, for helping us do the show. I did a uh, war report last week because 
Cyrus was also at a wedding, your wedding. <laughs> so had a feeling there, had a feeling for us. So Listen, man, the, the, the money don't stop, man. Let me just tell you right now, the money don't stop with this show. You feel me? Like we, I did this shit days before I did the amp show days before my wedding. I did it, this shit don't stop. You know what I mean? It felt crazy to not have to do this shit for a week. <laughs> two weeks at this point. Yeah, two weeks. It felt crazy. This is the longest break I've had not talking on a mic. I feel weird. I'm like, do I still got it? Do I still have it? I don't know. Shit, man. We'll see, we'll see today. We'll see. Um I gotta I gotta shout out uh another another show again. The um I gotta shout out the the guys and woman, of course. Uh, over over at the uh, Black Wrestling, they're they uh you know they're amazing, man. I love them. I love those guys. It was a great show. Listen, it was a great show. We did it <laughs> quite some time ago. I've actually been tapped in now that like Thursdays are kind of weird for me now. I don't really have anything going on Thursday, so I do tune into their live show every Thursday now. Because I was like, wait, I wasn't really doing anything during this period anyway. So now I used to listen to the shows, and then I was like, wait, why don't I just tune into the live thing and get it all out the way? So I'm tuning into the live stuff. So shout out to Black Wrestling just being incredibly amazing and just great sources of content and stuff like that and hopefully we'll be working very soon in the future with them wink wink nudge nudge maybe maybe um with have you that, heard the, the did you hear the latest spot callers which one um last oh, one damn. i heard was last one i heard was street fighter unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> it was a good episode what do you mean no no, no no not unfortunately like it was bad but unfortunately i haven't heard the latest one but the last one i heard was street fighter yeah i i, I just want to let everyone know sign up for the patreon you'll, you'll be able to hear that uh also cold day in hell the first time you've done two spot callers in two weeks <laughs> okay good man look at that are, <laughs> i was serious i'm like i'm going on vacation <laughs> Yeah, man. Listen, listen. We working. That's. I mean, that's. This is part of the process. If you're wondering that's why, you, go ahead. That's tell you about Wally showing up to the, to the wedding. I, I have a lot of wedding oh, stories. But, but please, please do tell me. I was very not surprised to see him there. I guess I wasn't surprised to see him there, but I'm also was kind of surprised to see him there. <laughs> so please <laughs> tell me. Uh, um, so. Wally was like, I'm going to come to the wedding. I was like, okay. So the whole week he's like, I'm having to remind him. You know what I'm saying? He's just because he's just like, can you just remind me every day? I'm just like, oh, oh yeah. On top of the <laughs> the other things I have to worry about, <laughs> I have to you remind this guy, hey. What the fuck? <laughs> he was also invited. So like, I was out to remind him. But um, so I was like, okay, I got you. And so the day of, he's hitting up Josh, Josh Peace, uh, RNC member. Uh, co-host of the Black Rings. The day, the day of. Also, Josh is hilarious as well. Because he changed with us. <laughs> the groomsman. He changed with all of us. He got, he got there so early that he changed with us. So he's in like some for of the him. pictures we're all Good for him, man. I mean, that's amazing. First of all, groomsman by like, I'm. he's an honorary groomsman. How about that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so so while he's sitting up Josh he's like man I don't know what to wear I'm, I'm so stressed and Josh's like just wear you know a suit of course if you've seen his Instagram post from that day 
he did not wear a suit <laughs> at all. I so feel like I feel like just generally the spirit. I feel like with you and knowing you, and then knowing who you're around and knowing mm-hmm. stuff, I might not have worn a suit neither if I was able to go. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, what with you, what, would you wear some jeans? I don't know, but I, you know what? I liked what Josh was wearing. I was like, "Yo, that was pretty tight." Like, imagine if I could have pulled off something crazy. Like, I would not have worn jeans, not to your wedding. Well, well here's the thing: what well, Josh did not follow the uh, formal. It, it was a formal directive for formal wear. He did not follow that. I didn't expect him to. Yeah, so he he's like, "I'm in traffic. I'm going to be there in a second. So ceremony happens. We go up, like, ceremony happens. It's about 30 minutes. We go upstairs to take pictures. We come back downstairs. We go back upstairs, come back downstairs to do the actual reception. This motherfucker shows up. All I hear is, where's the bride and groom? And I said, oh, yeah, there he goes. (laughs) And he shows up. Literally, he's there for 30 minutes. Shows up. (laughs) Takes, like, mad, takes, like, mad photos, videos. Is a complete and utter just a puff of smoke. The whole time. That's how you uh, do it, though. Listen, that it's it's like the equivalent to not. It's not like a dine and dash, but it's like when you want to go to an event, but you know you can't stay there long. You get there and you schmooze and make sure in, that people know that you're there. <laughs> he was in traffic for so long, so I'll, I'll say that he wasn't. He would have been there longer if he hadn't been in traffic for so long. I'll, I'll say that he had he had he had another thing to do, but and and again, I'm very thankful. You know that he didn't have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like the getting to Long Beach from LA is he didn't bring Sam do with him and they start <laughs> no. No, no matrimony nothing no, no, no. <laughs> best part best part about it best part about it is that my wife's father my father-in-law does a speech it's about a 15 minute speech he only had five he did 15 I said okay you know what I'm saying you you have this you've been waiting your whole life for this <laughs> I was like I'm ready to hear what he got to say and Wale is the whole time is like I made a speech. I want to do a speech for for J Five, and I was like, and, and everyone was like, okay, cool. So like Cyrus is at the table, Josh is at the table, Mark is at the table, and they're all those. He's just kind of just like nervous, but he's he's very looking very intently at my father in law's speech. After that's over, it's time for dinner, right? So he goes up, and he's just like, I had a speech for you. It was going to be about how you're a loyal friend and all that shit, but you know, the, your father in law came up here. And he, he, I knew I that was him. exactly what fucking. I, I knew exactly that was going to happen. I literally knew that was going to happen. <laughs> he was like, he was like, I, I can't. He was like, he just, he crushed me. I, I, I'm too nervous now. He, he, he crushed it. it but it, it, but to be fair, it was a fantastic speech, and I would have been scared too. <laughs> But uh, this man, wrote, I, I, this man wrote love hate thing. This man wrote dice pineapples. This man wrote plenty of amazing bodies of work, mm-hmm. and still mm-hmm. <laughs> feels like your father in law bodied the entire thing. Hey, <laughs> ask anyone that was there, man. <laughs> Drewski hands. I, <laughs> I don't think he wanted to smoke. Jesus. <laughs> he, he didn't see Eric and Pat's speech. I think th- those two were, were really, really good speeches as well. But um, I, I, I think that, you know, I, it, it was just hilarious. I, I really appreciated him, him being there. And it, he, he didn't want to he didn't want to um, make it about himself. So, I, you know, he, he seemed very intent on being on it being about us. And I thought that I was very nice of him. And, you know, he's a friend of the show. 
and and he's a friend of, of all of us here. So that that was a funny funny anecdote. I have so many wedding stories. I have stories for days. Stories that you don't even you haven't heard yet. Listen, man, <laughs> you got a whole week full of podcasts and stuff. So I'm sure we'll hear them <laughs> one way or another. I got two more after this, so it'll <laughs> it'll it'll be it'll it, it, I'll I'll sprinkle them out throughout the week, but um, yeah, yeah. a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Um, great week, man. I had a great week. I'm not gonna lie. I then then I got to talk about this shit. <laughs> I'm glad because listen, my week was a little bit tough. I had to make a lot of decisions and say a lot of things that I wasn't sure of. This was a pretty last week was a pretty big episode, um, surrounding all the events that kind of happened, and you know, on one hand. I feel like mm-hmm. it was good that maybe you weren't out, that maybe you were out. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of time to, you know, gather information or lack thereof. Um, gave, gave us a long time to reflect on this. Gave us a long time to kind of uh, settle with everything that's kind of going on. There's a lot of knee-jerking news, a lot of threads, a lot of, you know, information or lack thereof and something along the line so you know what i'm very very glad that we got to this point where we can kind of maybe talk about it with less um less uh i guess freshness in the air i think the air is settled perfectly and it it ain't i think it's well i don't know if it's settled perfectly but i think everyone is going to eventually come to terms with the same thing that we're going to talk about. But before we get to into that, because I think we should mm-hmm. do that at the No Holds Barred section of the show, I think we should go to the Patreon section because we had a great exercise for our people on Patreon, especially the producer tiers and up. Um, we tend to do this thing. Well, there's this thing that's going around in the, in, in the sports world. Why am I saying it's a thing like it doesn't happen in a year? <laughs> all, t- all NBA teams... All NBA teams, first team, second team, third team, all defensive, all, you know, scoring titles, all this other stuff. And I said, you know what? You know what wrestling needs? It needs an all, I guess, wrestling team, all WWE team and all AEW team. So we went through the exercise. I made the Google form. We shared it with our Discord members. We shared it with our Patreon members, producers, and up. Shout out to you guys, you know. And... I have the list of what everyone has selected, the ballots of clothes, and we can kind of talk about this. So I want to talk about this on the Patreon. I think this is a good exercise. It might beat our top 10. I mean, we might still want to do the top 10 for the half year thing, but I think this is a good indication on like what people um, what people are thinking. Yeah, what people are thinking. So you yeah. know what? Let's get into this on the Patreon side of things. And for the non-patron people, we'll be back with No Holds Barred. All right, we're back. Really good conversation. Um, if you if you're on Patreon, you, you'll you'll get to hear my my beautiful thoughts on Daniel Bryan's AEW run thus far. And we're gonna not not too many thoughts, right, Mills? I'm, I'm gonna talk about it in August. We're gonna have a conversation in August. We're gonna have a conversation in August about it. So it's uh, not too many thoughts right now, but it definitely is worth the conversation and then the bigger picture of AEW's thought process and uh, mm-hmm. talent. Um, but speaking of thought processes, yeah, last week we had a big news, my friend. Listen, I was prepared to go on the show last week. It was supposed to be a fun show with Sid and Quan. Fun show, carefree, laughter. Talking about MJF's contract and, and people messing that up. Um, 
supposed to be a fun show, then less than 24 hours before the show comes out, Naomi and Sasha Banks walk out of Monday Night Raw, and suddenly I've got to like piece together about how I really feel about this. And there's a lot of conflicting, to be honest, it's a lot of conflicting feelings about this, mainly because of things on both sides. You know what I'm saying? Um, on Sasha Banks and Naomi's side, it's like you at the end of the day, you walked out. So kind of like, you know, and your properties and entities of WWE, so they can kind of like do whatever <laughs> or say whatever. And then the other hand, the thing is like WWE and that statement that I was just like, wow, I can't believe they made this statement and continue to make the statement throughout the week. Um, but thought processes, sir, you were here for the first time. We have not talked about this, especially I think we're just keeping our thoughts off of Twitter. <laughs> Twitter is not a place to exercise these thoughts. No, no absolutely not. Because I've been very, I, I've kept it pretty, um, pretty even as far as like my thoughts on it. I was saving it for this. I mean, I think the people in Discord already know how I feel because we talked about it at length a lot to a point where I'm just like, okay, can we talk about something good? <laughs> Um, I mean, seven days removed. I, I'm, I'm not really moved by a lot of the, I think, I think people need to calm down. I think that people, I, I, again, it, it goes back to like this, like over emotion about certain shit that happens on TV, where it's like, there's certain things where I feel as though if this is a creative issue, these types of things happen all the time on this company. They just don't ever end like this. They end very rarely. Maybe what, what, once a decade, or once every eight years or something like that. I think the last person did it was Punk. They just walked out, and yeah, I think the one thing I said was that like you know a lot of these things aren't new under the sun. We just don't know about them often, or or you know what I'm saying like it, it it's it's that's just the the way that it is. It's a, it's a creative industry. Emotions are involved. You know, it's it's fake fighting at the end of the day. You know what I mean? But. Uh, I think when we were in the Black Wrestling Podcast, they were like, somebody said, well, you know, if you don't get emotionally attached to it, what are you doing this podcast for? It's just like, what? <laughs> like, the fuck are you talking about? It was somebody in the, in, in the comments that said it. And I was like, because, like, you have the, I, I like to take put myself in in the shoes of the people that are that are there and the people that work and the people that, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, yo, if I ever walked out, I know my black ass is getting fired the next day. The fact that they're not fired right now for breaching their contract is crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nuts. So I have to think that there's something there's there, there's something to that as well. But we also don't know the full story to this day. We can go off of what PW Insider is saying or Sean Rossap is saying or what Meltzer is saying. It's like 18 different alternating reports about what's going on right now. So I can't, you know, I can, I can lean on one thing and saying WWE's fucked up for what they said. And they continue to say it. They said it literally last night yeah. <laughs> on Raw. They continue to say it. But I also know that they've done way worse than this. And they it's out there on YouTube. Is out there. Can we talk about this? Can we talk about that WWE Confidential? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you watched it over the weekend. I, I watched it too. The WWF Confidential on Stone Cold Steve Austin. The story of Stone Cold walking out this was with Jim Ross. Weeks after. I mean, not maybe not even weeks after. Maybe like a couple weeks after Stone Cold Steve Austin walked out. Um, WWE has this brand new show that they've been putting out called WWE Confidentials on Saturday night. It comes on right after... I guess it was Velocity at the time. Um, 
has this brand new show. They're speaking a little bit on the inside makings. It's hosted by uh, um, Mean Gene Okerlund doing his best, you know, journalistic <laughs> voice and stuff like that. It was really unsettling for like 11 p.m. at night, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was like, ooh, again, and shit. <laughs> um, the story of Stone Cold Steve Austin walking out a whole literal sit down interview documentary style kind of like relay on like everything that happened including a bite this interview at stone cold where he is very outwardly saying i think the creative is shit (laughs) and yeah it's not working for me and they need to think of something better and i have not been happy with the creative since pretty much like i would guess survivor series at this point um vince mcmahon Talking about like, listen, the, the 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 one cardinal sin of professional wrestling is that don't walk you, out. You do not walk out. <clears throat> don't walk out. You don't do that. I I I know people like to say, well, if I don't like the job, then I'm gonna walk out. I'm like, listen, y'all, like one thing, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> Another thing is, is that like, you know, you're conflating a completely different like culture to workplace culture nine to five culture this is not nine to five culture you know what i'm saying like these people they live by a different code that we don't even under- i don't even understand it you know what i'm saying but i do know that whenever you ever walk out on this company they shit on you they did it to austin they did it to warrior they did it to jared they did it to honky tonk man they did, they, did the punk. <laughs> they did the punk they did it to a lot of people and that's where i kind of get the the I, I get real i get very kind of cringed when I hear that this this is like a target on women and target on black women, because I I don't think that it's that. I don't think it's a target, but I also think like I think because I, I I saw someone say when they made that statement, you targeted them, and I said there's no target on them because largely a lot of the people on the internet are agreeing with what they did, regardless of right. whether it was wrong or right. They're, they're right, writing right, right. with it. It's not a target on them. No one's. I have not seen many people actually say that they, you know, don't agree with what they did, regardless of if they if they walked out on their on their contract or not. You would see the same thing of NBA, someone did in the NBA, same thing in NFL. You breach a contract, you get punished. They're just doing this, and and I I, I shudder to say that I feel like they're doing this so that they're they're announcing it on TV so that they can make an actual kayfabe reason about it, like so that people can actually talk about it without the real life implications being there. If that makes any sense, like. Put it on really? TV, and they're making it seem like it's a storyline, even though it's like actually real. Um, I, I I just shudder when it when it when it turns into something like that because it's like, yes, there are instances where women are targeted in certain things. I do not think this is that. From what even from what people are saying, it wasn't about the these two women being targeted, being told to do something, you know, against, you know, you know, you know what I'm saying, like some something like. This is the this was the the outcome of a of a fake show and a fake match. It was not something that that put their characters in question. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't something that, like evil and and just you know what I'm saying like down and, and dirty. But I think that's go, go ahead to play devil's advocate on that. Of course, I do think <laughs> here we go <laughs> to play devil's advocate on that because I understand that this is all a fake thing. But at the at the same instance, I'm looking at it from like a psychology standpoint a lot of people's worth in their company is based on how much how well their character is doing right 
but it's also based on but it's also based on how how well the, how well they're booked and how visible they are on Absolutely. the TV show. So there's so much of them. I don't blame them for getting so involved with like winning and losing because there's so much of them, especially when it's WWE and it's seemingly all encompassing of your life and this character that you play and you go out four or five days a week and you play this character and you want to, you know, you believe that you're working hard and you want to be, um, you know, appropriately like, you know, work with or something along those lines. Um, I think from that instance, from the personal instance, there can be a lot that goes into this that we probably don't feel because we're not professional wrestlers. But people are forcing themselves to feel that. And I yeah. think that's where it's like, like, well, 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 yeah, I get that they didn't want, you know, because I, I, I feel like here's the thing, Mills, I feel like the minutia of it, the actual like narrow the explanation of it, it doesn't matter. Because if you said this shit out loud, it yeah. seems ridiculous. Yeah, it seems fucking stupid. <laughs> Yeah, it seems very ridiculous. That's why it's like for people to, to be going this hard. It's like I get the general consensus that of, of these people were not happy with the way they were going to be portrayed on a TV show. Right. But they were not being told, go out there, have a bra and panties match. This was go out there, do a match where and I'm going off of the conjecture that other people have heard. Go out and have a match where you are not going to touch your taxing partner. You're going to pin someone completely not having to do with anything with it. And then you're going to go on and have a one-off and then you're going to, then we're going to get you back on track. The interesting part is. They were going to, they not be on TV was my thing. Yeah. The interesting part about this that I thought about as well, I was like, all right, let's say there was no big stink about this. Mm-hmm. Naomi does face Bianca Belair. Yes. We're excited, right? <laughs> Oh, 100, 100%, 100%, right? And, and, and I, in the same instance, we know that Naomi's probably going to lose. <laughs> but it would have been, but the thing is that, the, but you know what's funny, Mills? It's funny how the narrative would change if we didn't know that they were unhappy with this decision, if they hadn't walked out, right? It would have been like, man, it would have been from, damn, I get Naomi too. Damn, that's a good look for Naomi. She's having a year. She's having the run of her of her life right now. Absolutely, it don't matter. If she lost. It's all about the look. It's the, was that not the same uh, mindset with Liv Morgan a couple months ago? Where it doesn't matter if she won or lost. It was that she got the look, right? right. So, so it's like again, what, what, like what, what, you know, what, what's, what line do you stand on? Because if you didn't know anything about this, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be saying anything about it. You, won't, you wouldn't be saying nothing about. It. I'm seeing so much shit about like, they, they I hope they got lawyers. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, what? What, what what legal what legal basis do they have to stand on with like their independent contractors are still under contract and you can't you know really walk out of it yeah and still like walking out of a job is like walking out of a job the judge would be defamation, like, defamation at its core you have to prove that what they're saying is going to stop you from getting a job if they let those two go right now and they said you don't have a 90-day clause you don't have a 30-day clause you can do whatever you want but do you think they wouldn't have a job the next day if they wanted oh, it? If, they, if they let <laughs> them go if they let them go and then went on national television and said how professional and, and they were uncomfortable with working people that day then they might have a case you know? exactly but that's exactly. not what happened it's not what happened and 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 let's 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 t- dial it back <laughs> you know what i'm saying because at its core these mm-hmm. two and I think the elephant in the room here as well that no one wants to talk about because no one what's weird to me and I said the same thing when Mimi was on the show a couple months ago I said why does no one ever want to talk about August 2021 why is that why why was why was that allowed to go scot-free 
And right. now, we were not allowed to know about it, but now we got to know about every instance of this of this situation and why she walked out. And why is it always when it has to do something to do with Bianca? I'm Drewski hands. <laughs> like 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 why why is it always that? Because the thing is that the, I think that there's a there's a there's a clear pattern of this behavior from one of the people on that team, mm-hmm. and I think that, I think they're fed up with it. This is the third time. This will be the third time in three years that this person's walked out. There's a pattern there, and now you got Naomi doing it. <laughs> like, come on, man! Like, it's, it's it's something going on there. Like, do it. You know, to, to go back all the way back to seven days ago, all the way up to now. Do I feel as though they had they had a right to be upset? Absolutely. I feel like they, I feel like WWE has a real issue with coming up with mid card storylines for women that don't involve the belt and that don't involve actually, you know, putting those titles on hold for a minute. But do I think that they absolutely would have been at one of those stadium shows to defending the titles? Yes. They got three stadium shows coming up and one pay-per-view that doesn't have anything to do with it. I think WWE absolutely booked themselves into a corner with three shows back to back to back to back. <laughs> and they needed to have a, good, a big match for that one show mm-hmm. for the stadium shows. And that's what they came out with. Did I think it was a, a do I think that the matches were, were that they were coming up with were, would have been exciting? Absolutely. Do I think that they kind of fuck themselves by doing that? Absolutely. But it's not like these tag team championships weren't you know, we're, we're ever kind of like, you know, that that big in itself. They, they've always needed to be improved in booking. And and also to Naomi's point, you were just getting your head beat in by by Sonya eight weeks in a row. What? What's the what? What? what I, I, I'm, that's what that's the middle. You know, they say, like, there's there's the truth. There's another truth and there's, and, and somewhere in the middle. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's like we're, we're missing the something in the middle here, because what was the because the thing is, you didn't have a problem getting your ass beat by Sonya. For weeks and people were upset about that you get a title and then it's like okay just give it give yourself 20 20 some days at best maybe 15 right now before us uh, before hell in a cell and then you'll go right back to it what's the difference between those two no one can answer that um, no i can't answer that uh and I, I i'm not fully sure that's always kind of what i wonder too like what's that thing in the middle that really made it and we all speculate on what it was but none of us really know and we still don't know. And to be honest, we still don't even know about August 2021. So we probably will never know. <laughs> yeah, she but, came back and didn't say anything. She came back, didn't say anything. People was like, respect her privacy. It's like, now it's, it's like, we, we don't want that anymore. It's like, it's, it's it's just weird energy, weird vibes. Like, yo, she went to go party with Steve Aoki. She's so unbothered. I'm like, bro, you don't even know what's going on. Like, Yeah, don't don't she, let Instagram fool you. Yeah, like, what, what is, we don't know. She can we don't know what's going on. Like it's it's it's, it's like, like, she, it's like this. It. she went out with her friends, man. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> she was posting that. That should have been wild. <laughs> yeah, like come on, man. Like it, you know, I hope they got lawyers. I hope they lawyered up. I'm like for what? <laughs> as soon as they, as soon as you tell the judge, uh, uh, your honor, the, the the two my my the you know the defendants here they felt so strongly about not losing to Dewdrop and Nikki Ash that they've you know their passion for this overwhelmed that uh that and no not you know then they put the belts down and they walked away and you know we they were defamed the judge would be like well well why are y'all here why is this in front of me right now <laughs> listen i think we've gone through the past week i think we to me i was exhausted with the speculation <laughs> I was kind of exhausted. Go, go ahead. Now be clear. They be clear. They gonna get they 
the E gonna get they they gonna get they get back <laughs> until they come back. So I hope I hope people are ready for that every week. So if you're not if you're not ready for that, then that that's what it is. They they the one thing that's, that remains constant in my in my viewpoint of this is that all these things can be can be settled, can be solved in some way, shape, or form. I don't think they should have. I don't think they should, especially with the pull Sasha has. Like, I don't think they should have walked out. I think that, that that part was shitty. You leave people like leave. Look at Raw this week. Th- they scrambling right now. <laughs> they are scrambling. Like, the 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 outcome they had to do because it's this did not work. I do not feel as though it's the best course of action. But I have to. I got to kind of give it an asterisk and let it play out, right? Like, because this we know what was we know what's supposed to happen, and we know this is not this was not the plan. I mean, they could come back if they want to now. It seems like that Hell in a Cell thing has been really plugged out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they really wanted to be, if they, if no, nah, I think they're, they're going to, they'll probably stay suspended for for all that. They were like, nah, we get it. We get what you're trying to do. <laughs> when, yeah. To be honest with you, I'm not sure when they come back. I'm really not sure. I'm really, I don't know their mind state. I don't know kind of anything. To me, people are like, yo, Sasha probably, I don't think Sasha's a problem. Sasha's came, Sasha's left, come back, <laughs> rolled back. You know, this is kind of like not necessarily her mo, but it's a pattern that it kind of follows. She mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Naomi, this is the first time. Cool. Yeah, so I'm not sure what what's going to come on. Not necessarily that I think that she's going to be fired. I'm just mm-hmm. interested in her mind state of like seeing all of this, having to deal with all of this. I think Sasha can deal with it. I don't know. If, I don't know if Naomi. Well, the the argument was, and, and and I think that it goes back to I think conversation that we had uh, briefly on the Black Wrestling Podcast, where it was like, well, you know, we're always labeled as unprofessional, hard to work with, and I think that that's that that's gonna people are gonna see that that leads more credence to it. But it's just like, I I again I shudder to say that I that I don't think that this is the first time a creative difference has happened, right? No, I definitely I, hasn't. I, I mean, I'm I'm I, always in terms of the the in terms of things of just us being labeled this stuff. I always hate it from a public standpoint because then it gives people the opportunity to kind of pile upon people with the same instance. And I felt that same way with Swole as well. I felt just the 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 the, the head of the company saying, I didn't think that she was a good enough wrestler and stuff like that. I think that was terrible optics to be able to do because I think now yeah. it allows everyone to, on the internet, well, if this CEO can do it, of course, I mean, me, I'm going to call her a piece of shit too. I mean, yeah, no. I think the act was unprofessional. I don't think these two are unprofessional. Um, well, I don't think Naomi is. But um, <laughs> I don't want I don't I don't want it to follow her. You know what I mean? I I, I think that again, you kind of mortgage your run to be in solidarity with somebody that I think is good wherever she goes. I think that the main argument I, I think I saw in one of the one of the things about it was like she was tired of being looked at as the the good hand that kind of you know they they, they slot in certain spots. And I said, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's kind of like you kind of need that, and I, I, I don't think there's any shame in losing to Bianca Belair. I'm just, I'm just very to me, my antennas go up when when no one does that to Charlotte, but everyone does that to Bianca. Mm. No one's ever done that to Cena, but everyone's doing that to Bianca. You know what I'm saying? Like, if 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 she can't be made to look strong by anyone, and she and no one wants to lose to her, then what then? 
who are we really defending here? Because she's the, it seems to me she's the only one that gets hurt every time people do this. Every single time. <sighs> I'm, I'm hey, I, I just I just look at it. I look at it from a different viewpoint. I look at it from a different way. I, I'm I'm looking at it like, yo, Bianca needed a match. They did not want to do that Oscar Becky thing right now. And it's clear they didn't want to do that. Can what, I, was, what? Go ahead. No, no, no. I mean, I was going to begin to transition out of this topic. Um, okay. But one thing that also uh, not necessarily irked me, but I was like, huh, what? So the Stephanie McMahon news comes out that she's taking a leave of absence from the company. Oh, boy. And people are like, oh, <laughs> she probably couldn't stand <laughs> oh, around man. the same time. And I was like, bro, you dead ass. I think there's a there's somebody with with a name that is the namesake of, of a company that I would never wear. Uh, said you know once you say something one thing right, uh, all the truth starts to come out or some shit. And I was like, no, <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure that Stephanie's not taking a leave of absence in solidarity. Like <laughs> Naomi and Sasha Banks. <laughs> Naomi and Sasha Banks. <laughs> Uh, the, no, not, not, I don't think that's exactly what, what happened here, but you know, Stephanie McMahon did step down. She announced it, uh, on, I believe Thursday of last week. And, yeah. uh, it, it, and then it was also announced after that, the triple H was already back, uh, has already been back at work full time in the last couple of weeks. Uh, but it's also been announced, uh, since in, in her leave of absence, she's, she has not announced when she'll be back, but Nick Khan will be taking over a lot of her duties. So again, Nick Khan is. The, the specter of him is is looming all over the WWE at this point. I mean, if he's got Stephanie's perspective, he's the closest thing to Vince McMahon right now. <sighs> Nikon, man. Listen, all powerful. <laughs> all mm-hmm. encompassing. Everything. Got people's buttholes puckered up at the office. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, there's not much to speculate on here. Uh, if, if she has been the front facing you know vehicle for wwe for such a long time Mm -hmm. um she says she plans to return i absolutely believe that she will if she needs to have if she needs to have time off a leave of absence is not a bad thing and um the company i work for has instituted a leave of leave of absence policy where you can be gone for up to six months and you know they they they'll handle it in in your in your stead i think that mental health is absolutely important and if she wants to leave to go help take care of her kids for you know she's she's suffering she's not suffering from a lack of money you know what i mean so she'll be fine suffering from success if anything <laughs> um but yeah i mean we wish stephanie man the best to be honest with you so it's a you know good on her good on her is there yeah. anything else that we need to talk about uh I saw this thing about Will Ospreay saying why he wasn't cool with Kenny Omega. Ooh, well, first of all, shout to rest things. Shout to those yeah. guys. Shout out to those guys. That's a, I think, so I got onto them um, during the whole 26 seconds thing. <laughs> um, they No, they started a space and people were venting within the space. And I just wanted to listen to kind of hear what other people were saying. I mean, we had our own space at the time, but they and they live out in the UK. So it must have been like fucking six in the morning when they were doing this shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I got onto them. All I will say is I'm happy for other 
people of color getting these massive opportunities and massive interviews. And I think we come of it, we come at it from a different perspective as everybody else. And I think it needs to be recognized and I think it needs to be applauded and I think it needs to be done more. So yeah. they have a great thing going on. Um, shout out to them. But the, the again, yes, the, the comments itself really paints Kenny Omega as a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> says something of the effect of Kenny had, had came up to him after he left New Japan and said, you know, it's up to you guys to kind of withhold the mantle and, and hold this company up. And as soon as he gets out, he's, he's just like, uh, you know, he, he disses him online. And it, it is very weird. Uh, he came you know, up with he, a very like, rapper kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it, it is weird. I did wonder where the Osprey disses came from from Omega. And again, this is another situation where it's, it's his truth, and we don't got Omega truth, and you know the, the truth might be somewhere in the middle. Um, you know, it it it's, it it. I, I feel practically nothing for the kid, but I thought it was an interesting story. Uh, Osprey, you know, knowing that he's he's a piece of shit that was named and speaking out for you know all the shit that he did, but um. It is it's it's interesting. Two two of the most weirdest guys having a beef. <laughs> it's just white ganjin <laughs> yeah. beef. Who's really running yeah. with the mental? He was like, yo, you could carry the company in my, you know, in my spot. And then he starts dissing you. And you were like, yo, what the fuck? Like this this shit only happens in hip hop. <laughs> yeah. It's very hip hop. It's it's super hip hop. Uh speaking of Kenny Omega. It was announced that he's nowhere near healed and nowhere near ready to come back to the ring. He had a, a, a plethora of, of injuries um, before he, he was out. And it's looking like it's going to be longer before he actually he actually comes back. Um, it, it, it is. It's tough. That's sad because the, the, this this program has been running too damn long and I do not want to see any more of it. I don't want to see it dragged out or nothing. So um, he, some of his injuries were uh, a, a torn labrum in his shoulder, a hernia, and issues with his knees. Also, I believe he had a broken foot, and it, it was still broken for a while, and his ankle. So it, it, you know, he's also said that he had been suffering from uh, vertigo since 2018. So there, you know, he needed some time off. <clears throat> My issue is that that announcement is probably the worst thing that could happen to this company right now because he is a pillar of their of the top of their card and without him it has been very noticeable i'll say um i think that even if even in his in his state even at his most injured and most depleted he was still providing an audience that loved to see kenny omega regardless of what he was doing and now that he's gone i think that they have they're kind of lost in trying to fill that moment with him because they don't have like the guy he's like the you know the the top guy that didn't go to WWE. he stayed there right he's another one of those guys right so um, it, it got me thinking about just the the status of AEW as it comes is this coming up for their TV deal it was announced last week uh, during the upfronts. Uh, you know, Warner Discovery showed off all their shows. AEW had very minimal uh, presence there. Did you notice that? I saw a picture of Red Velvet, and that is all the yeah. presence that they had there. And I was like, oh, okay. Shout out to Red Velvet. But yeah, I mean, when you look compared to the NBC and the Fox and they're you know the people that they have there it's very I don't want to say is it telling 
I think it is. I, I think I think no news is is half good news and and half kind of you should be concerned. I I think that when it when it comes to their TV deal, which which is coming up very rapidly, it's clear to see. Universal and Fox still look at, at, at WWE as kind of I, I I would see like if I had to predict I pr- I would probably say WWE is going to get the same amount of money next time, maybe a little bit more from Fox, right? AW gets a little bit more interesting because it's like they they their TV deal is is where they get a lot of they're able to sign a lot of these people, you know what I mean? And the way that they're constructed is due to, is because of that deal, but you can't keep everybody on that deal because they couldn't keep everyone with this deal going forward. So if they're looking at it like this, what does Warner Discovery see them as? What do they see the, the company as? It's like you look at things coming up like F1, their their deals coming up. Obviously, WWE's deals are coming up. How much money is there going to be spread around for them to go anywhere else but Warner Discovery and take whatever they give them? Now, remember 2014, Mills, when Vince saw that 500 million, he said, nah. <laughs> he said, nah, I, I'm not OK with that. And the whole company changed. Mm hmm. If Tony Khan was to get the same, if he get under five hundred million, I feel like that's that's an L. Ain't no way. He got to get <laughs> under five hundred million is is an L to me. That's not how because it, it means. Yeah. It, it, but but where he's, at, I think he's at there at like what 150, 200 mil right now. Getting that same amount, that would be an interesting. You put AEW in an interesting in an interesting spot there because it's like it's not like they're they're growing there. It's like they're just gonna stay where where they're at on TBS. I'm very interested in seeing like what Warner Discovery's plans are because they don't even seem factored into any type of conversation. And it looks like they didn't even ask Tony to send anyone there. Who would you say? Like, who? <laughs> Honestly, bro. Cassidy. It would have been, been Cody. It would have been Cody. Mm. He's a larger than life star. You can't send Adam mm. Coley shorter than everybody. He would have been shorter than everybody on the panel. Oh my God! Can't send him there. He's a nice guy. He would have been sure that would have pissed everybody off. Oh, he would have just looked dirty. Come on. First of all, shout the, I saw the CM Punk tweets. That man is in support of walking out. He is not in support of any other. <laughs> that man. Is, yeah, he's in support of leaving a job. That is what he's in support of. He is not in support of any particular we need to stand by the wrestlers and then miro with the lol emoji <laughs> i would add some more too nigga. i would add some couple of l's on that one um yeah who the fuck who the, who the fuck is he stood up forever <laughs> other than literally, himself literally like look at ask like ask yourself who is he stood up for who is a who is a the gallows joy mercury serena deeb fantastic they all still got rid I thought, of <laughs> I thought it was corny. I thought a tweet was corny. I was like, just stay out of it, bro. Everybody else did. Stay out of it. You don't, you don't know what's going on. Them, but the, where were you when swole? Mm-hmm. Quick. Quick. Come on, man. Don't don't forget he says sexist shit on, on WWE backstage, man. Like, come on, bro. Who, mm-hmm. who are you, bro? Fuck out of here. Uh, let's, get, let's get right to the shows. We got, a, we got a good vibe here. We got a good vibe going. Okay. So, SmackDown, SmackDizzle, literally, I, I know. I love that the show was surrounded by this massive match that was happening. And I love that because there, one thing I asked for WWE television, which I can't say for Monday Night Raw this week, give me something that I would need, I need to watch. Just give me something. You know what I'm saying? 
have the story mm-hmm. continue, give me something that I need to watch. And they put the unified championship, unified tag team championship match on this, you know, show. It's by far the biggest tag team match in WWE history, if you really want to call it that. Um and they put on the show and I was locked in. 8 p.m. I was mm-hmm. there. I was ready to watch it. So more of this, please. More major matches. I'm not I'm sure Roman is still not gonna Roman got his new contract. He's definitely not gonna be wrestling on no damn SmackDown. <laughs> well, not unless it's like an MSG or some shit. Yeah. Um so yeah, they come down a tree. Um but <laughs> it's a this was it was, it was a fun show. It was a solid show, yeah. It was a fun show. I mean, if you even get like a really good Baron Corbin promo, I'm like, man, they're they're firing off. It's weird. I like that shit, but it's off. <laughs> oh God! All right, all right. Uh, I mean, you had a really good Sami Sami Zayn Nakamura match. What? Now, my question to you is that like they seem to be holding the Nakamura card for a potential Roman Reigns match down the line. I think now you just said he's not wrestling on SmackDown. I think that is the perfect TV match that you do on SmackDown. To be honest with you, I don't know what they're doing with Nakamura because they don't seem like they want to let him go. But you're not. What do you mean? I feel like not necessarily let him go, like fire him. They don't seem like oh, they want to let. Him, they don't <laughs> seem like they want to let him go from being prominent. But they're also not doing enough to sustain said prominence <laughs> over the last several weeks, like. He got, well, beat they, up by kept, Roman. he got beat up by Roman and was off television the next week. And we were like, what the fuck was that for? <laughs> well, well he, he's always been factored into the Sammy thing. That's the one thing that's keeping him there. He had the the, the stare off. I, I think they absolutely feel as though, you know, they want to keep him in that, that, that moment with the Usos. One thing that you actually said to me a couple of uh, days ago was he maybe he's part of like an alliance to help take down the bloodline. And I think that's a perfect spot for him. And would make him look very important. He he's he said even on on um a digital extra after SmackDown was over, he vows that he he wants to take the title away from Roman. That's what he wants to do. I think th- the best way to pay it off is just do it on TV one of these weeks. I mean, there's a long. I believe there's like a long stretch between. Uh, I don't know if they want to wait that long though. SummerSlam and Summer whatever in um what is it? Castle. Yeah, there I was about to say. I was like, what the fuck was it called? Oh, Ashton Castle. You no. Know, and and Drew's still out there. He was actually overseas this week, so he actually wasn't on the show. But it's like I I think Nakamura, they should just go ahead and do the match on on TV. Like why not? Um, Max Dupree, <laughs> the mm. former LA Knight. Max Dupree. So do they change it from LA Knight to Max Dupree on his uh on his theme? <laughs> God bless him. You know what? <laughs> He's trying, bro. Let That's me, all I can say. Let me ask, let me ask you: Do you mind him in this role, or would you rather him wrestling? I don't mind it. He's a good talker. I agree. It depends on who they. It depends on who they pair him with. I I honestly would tell you right now, I would rather see him talk than wrestle. I'm gonna keep it a buck. This might be a very controversial thing, in lieu oh, of no. all the firings and stuff. How is Robert Stone still? <laughs> <laughs> well now he's mr stone on nxt i noticed that last week i said okay this this is, a- still to me just kind of blows my mind and they fired everyone around him <laughs> except him i don't understand it i don't understand it either but listen max dupree seems to be working out 
they gave him a good one say one thing i said about his introduction I'm like this is a lot more story than they put in <laughs> any other introduction oh i was having I like sonia that. well sonia doesn't work in this capacity anymore it's like well i still got paid and the line is still dry and he was like i'm gonna have to check this shit out um yeah and i was like you know what i'm with it i i, I don't know if it the, i don't know if the show has enough hours to continue the story but it, i think we're building <laughs> to who's i think we're building to who's going to be his first client we've seen him kind of hop between uh, Mace, I believe, was one of his clients. I believe Man- Mansoor is one of his clients. I don't know if those two are set in stone like that, but we'd have to really look and see who needs a, a heater or a talker like he does. Um, I honestly, I'll talk about Viren Githaraw, but um, <laughs> I, I like it. I like it so far. I like it so far. Um, we had we had Raquel Rodriguez versus Shotzi. Hey, really, one solid. more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Because oh, okay. this is posted right. on the A Show account as well. War Games 2021. Pete Dunn, mm-hmm. Champa, LA Knight, all called up. Johnny Gargano, what are you doing? <laughs> if that nigga shows up on Sunday at Double or Nothing, I've lost all hope for humanity. <laughs> Bruh. This nigga. <laughs> When when he shows, I'm gonna say yeah. AEW not getting that big that big time money contract. They do not give a fuck. Did you see? They were so hyped when they thought it was a, they when when Johnny Elite came out, Johnny Nitro came out on um, Dynamite. They flashed Johnny on the screen, and everyone lost their shit. And mm-hmm. then it said Elite, and then John Morrison came out, and then I guess the reaction kind of tapered off. <laughs> They said, they said, oh, this is just going to be another shitty episode of, of Dynamite. <laughs> that would have been a really, <laughs> that would have been a crappy uh, way to introduce Johnny, just like it was a crappy way to introduce uh, Johnny Nitro. Him losing that first match is like, yeah, I, it, was it worth it? At what cost? <laughs> At what cost? Bro? Whatever, whatever. Uh, they seem to be in the absence of uh, Naomi and Ronda, or Naomi and Sasha. Ronda also not on the show this week. Uh, they seem to be gearing up a bunch of women to be in that slot. R- Recover Riga seems to be like, I, I would imagine her and Ronda are going to get another match down the line, maybe by by SummerSlam, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> SmackDown, I don't know. They dig, her. they dig her. They dig Raquel, and I knew that they would. She all teeth. <laughs> she all teeth. I don't know what the yeah. – it's unsettling. <laughs> I thought I thought Shotzi looked looked solid here. I'm glad that she's back working. Shotzi needs to be a face. Let's let's cut the crap. Let's cut the crap. Yeah, you're right. We want the biggest face on SmackDown. Make it Shotzi. Shotzi is incredible yeah. as a face, and it hides the, the fact th- that she has to wrestle. <laughs> the reason why that didn't work was because like that weird moment where I I think when she did turn heel, I think she might have got like she's COVID or something. Oh yeah, yeah. She was supposed to feud with Sasha, and it didn't really work out like that. And her, and her dad passed away and she was off TV for a while. Yeah. Um a lot of, a lot of bad stuff had happened to her um that led her to be off of TV for a, for a minute. Uh Xavier Woods versus Butch. Hey, they all in on Butch too. He's the only visible person in that in that fucking stable <laughs> that means a damn. Yeah. Very true. Very very true. Who do you think Xavier is calling this Friday uh for the six man? Oh. I know what part of me wants to say. I know what, what I what want. Uh, what, it ain't Big E, but go ahead. 
I want Cesaro, baby. Oh, what if it is him? I never thought. You never thought Cesaro? No, I never thought Cesaro. I never thought Cesaro. I want Cesaro. Yo, that would be crazy. That would be a crazy. It's not going to happen. That would be crazy. It's probably going to be like Gulak or something. But it it would be crazy. Gulak don't play no video games. Um. Nah, I wanted to That'd be crazy. Arrow. I think you know it's it's some to say it's someone that I guess now they're I think they're calling brawling brutes at this point. Um, yeah. That's their official name. I mean, it's someone that Seamus knows very well. Give me Cesaro. I don't know who else okay. it would be, or call someone up from it. I don't know. A hundred percent. I do not know who it would be. I I do not know. Uh, SmackDown has no. Everyone on SmackDown is used right now. They've been they're being used, so I don't know. Uh, Gunther Ricochet seem to be on a collision course. Um, I'm feeling very, very. <laughs> you're 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 uh conflicted. <laughs> I'm very very conflicted because this is what we wanted, right? But <laughs> hey, hey, man. Drewski hands. <laughs> Drewski hands, bro. Oh, if my it happens, God. It is what it is. <laughs> it happens, I ain't crying about it. I mean, I'm just not going to cry about it. Uh, Let me see what happens. He ain't going to cry. The, my, so, <laughs> I don't know uh, let me get sure. to the... Let me get to the uh, main event. Before the main event happens, Michael Cole does the 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 update on Sasha Banks and Naomi. Heard around the world. My man Pat, Pat was Mackie. like, <laughs> <laughs> everyone was inviting him to the cookout. After that, I was like, listen, he said he doesn't know. He's he like, no he idea. No idea. It wasn't like he was making an actual statement on the thing. He was just like, I don't know what happened. You guys know more than I do. I hope he gets settled. Now they're like, oh, he he didn't know, so he didn't agree. I'm just like, bro, he ain't gonna say that publicly i think i saw somebody say like they should have pat should put them on his show i said what why why would that was up there in like the top 10 most ridiculous things maybe after they return or something i could see it after they return they do return um but not like during all this you are you on crack (laughs) there's still leverage to be had um but now his face was fucking incredible. I'm surprised they didn't put that shit on YouTube with the way they've been selling this shit all week. <laughs> they didn't put it on YouTube. Oh, yeah, they did. They did. It's got almost a million views, too. Um, <laughs> unification match. Damn, 2.6 million views on that, on the unification match. Really good match. Um, if this is how RK Bro goes out, I think it's a really a really good good way to, to put him out there. I I... I I am very concerned about the bloodline <laughs> having all the belts. I'm sorry. They just I just gotta lose, right? Like at some point they gotta lose. That's the thing. Like they gotta lose. At some point they gotta lose. I don't know. Into who, bro? They gotta lose. <laughs> like you can't have we love them. Don't get me wrong. This is reminding me of WCW kind of thing. Not like WCW in the bad way, but like WCW. You know when the, the heels are never really heels in WCW. Well, from what I've learned from watching this shit for the last few days. They were just kind of like guys, dudes, <laughs> who just weren't on your side. Weren't on Team WCW. NWO aren't really despicable guys. 
They're just a bunch of dudes who doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. The Usos, Undisputed Championship. I'm not saying that they're the same way as NWO, but they're cool and they're popping. And I get it. But you got to lose. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I thoroughly enjoyed Smack- the main event. SmackDown has, SmackDown has all the belts. SmackDown, listen, they ain't got and nobody. They don't need all, and, and SmackDown don't need all the belts. That's they, my thing. SmackDown they got, got all nobody. The belts and they ain't got nobody. Yeah. This must have been so a what Fox we thing. This must have been a Fox. Fox must have been like, y'all ruined SmackDown roster <laughs> so hard in that last draft. <laughs> so this must be the get back. I don't know. I mean, what do we have to look forward to other than like SmackDown? It was a weird night for the mid card of Raw last night, but I feel like Raw generally has a better mid card. Like half the niggas on that show were missing on Raw, but like SmackDown's mid card is not it. It's Nakamura, Ricochet, Gunther, and that's about it. There's no brother. scene to it. There's no scene. Yeah. It's just a bunch no of one, programs that are going on currently, but there's no like yeah, no one no one intersects. And I think like like in a way that like the Liv Morgan, AJ, all that stuff, like that stuff intersects with other people. Even the Kevin Owens stuff intersects. Nothing with SmackDown intersects. So it's just like, why do y'all have all the belts? Y'all, yeah. y'all need taxes. <laughs> Corbin, Madcap Moss, they get a dedicated 10 minutes every week. Um, the Bloodline going to get a dedicated, at least top of the show, bottom half of the show. The women are going to get their slot. It's like, it's so segmented out, which makes, I mean, granted, still a better organized show than the shit on Wednesday. But, like, we need to switch it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, something i don't know i don't know good i mean regardless of anything really good segment to end the show i mean the the thing is that the bloodlines on the show they get the best parts of the show so they really got the best parts of the show we had no ronda this week i'm guessing we'll figure out this title situation great main event made all the white kids cry yeah raw you had the riddle promo you had everything else. <laughs> I missed that. I missed that so hard. I did not even realize. Like I was doing something else, and I saw it was eight sixteen. I was like, "Oh shit, Raw is on." This is the first time I've ever like forgotten that Monday Night Raw was on. It's probably because there's so much basketball that I'm watching. But that'll change. In, well, oh yeah, three yeah. weeks. Yeah. It'll change. <laughs> to be honest with you, neither viewing last night was really all that great. So <laughs> I was on TikTok most yeah. of the night. Um, very. I, I I do not like these playoffs. All the blowouts not don't make for fun games. All the people being injured also, it's like come on now. Um Riddle had a really good promo. <clears throat> I thought it was solid. Again, I the, the agenda rolls on with him. I think that they see a lot with him. And also the rumor is right that Riddle will get the Roman match um at Hell in a Cell and that Randy will get the the Roman match at Money in the Bank. So I, what you think about that? You th- you seeing that? You seeing that that come to fruition, or, or what do you think? I would love to see it. I don't know. I, think that, I feel like if we going to get the Hell in a Cell match, it would have been announced already. Well, you got you got a you got a minute. You got a while. Yeah, it's the first week of June. That's really like next week, next weekend. Still do it. I, I mean, I I think that the the uh, well, I mean, you got Friday SmackDown yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, you, yeah. you don't need. Yeah, Friday SmackDown. He's and he said he's going to be there, or he might be there. Um, I think that the the most interesting thing you could do is have Randy bait and switch, and then during that Riddle match, Roman have him come back and do an RKO. I I think that would be one of the greatest near falls <laughs> you could ever do. 
<laughs> if Randy came back to help out that way. That would be incredible. I'm here for it. I mean, these two are the, albeit not by our first team, second team thing, but these two are the hottest acts in WWE right now. It's been proven. Um, yep. Them to be in the title scene is well-earned, well-deserved, needs to happen. And, uh, yeah, no qualms about that. <laughs> no walking then out, nothing to- about that. Um, yeah, oh, God. You get to the rest of the show, yeah, and it's like really long six man with a cold street profits that I thought were healed last week. Uh, the the Judgment Day match, mm. which I thought was really long mm. as well. <clears throat> it was like three segments. I need to talk about something real quick. Okay, Edge. <laughs> Why you block me, bro? <laughs> Why you don't want what did you me, man? <laughs> what did you say? I don't know. I think I've been making too much fun of Judgment Day. And to be honest, I think it's still well warranted. I think the group is still not that. The group consists of three great people, but it's not a great group, if that makes sense. It takes. I feel as though with this group, we're seeing it evolve weekly. And to me, I lightboated it about a week ago. I said, I'm going to let it play out. I feel like... Because, go ahead. Because in real time, we're seeing it change from spooky niggas to uh, kind of like well, well, but really... You don't, know, you don't know what it is. I don't it, know what it is. It's evolving. It's evolving. I mean, the thing is, is that you already know Edge has a lot of control over his program. So, like, this is all him. <laughs> this is legitimately all him. This is what he wanted to do. So, I, this is your man's, and that's what he blocked you. <laughs> I still don't feel like it's a very strong group in this iteration. And this is someone who loves everything that he does. I'm just not in love with it. I feel like even I remember when you remember when when Seth Rollins and AOP came and Seth Rollins had that moment with the glove and he comes from the backseat of that vehicle and it's like oh my god it's the big reveal we haven't had that aha thing like this group formed in the middle of Wrestlemania on a (laughs) in a match that everyone kind of like tuned out for um the program with AJ hasn't necessarily knocked anyone's socks off currently um the inclusion of this group, they are two great people. I think Damian Priest and, 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 and Rhea Ripley are amazing. But I also think they're bigger than being subsidiary players to Edge. Um, and also... I well, that's why, he doesn't, that's, why he doesn't wrestle, that's why he doesn't wrestle often, too. Because, he, I mean, it's largely them. I st- and then also, I still just kind of feel like... I mean, Corey Graves points it out on commentary that we still don't know the direction and stuff like that, but they've got the like the motivation or something along those lines. I'm like, yeah, but this is wrestling. Everyone's motivated to kick someone's ass. What what are y'all about? What are y'all really about? And I've seen this before. Um, so I don't know. I'm conflicted on it. Edge blocked me. I'm pretty distraught about the entire thing. But I'm on a journey now. The journey is to get Edge to unblock me. That's the new goal. I needed new goals and drive and something to motivate me when I wake up every morning and every day now. I, I mean, to work for Adam Pierce, right? He unblocked me. You guys are about to fight, though. That doesn't really even use Twitter like that, to be honest with you. Um, 
so I mean that's the plan. If anyone wants to help, shout out to everyone who has helped thus far in this and aided in this effort. But the plan is to get Edge to unblock me. Good luck with that. I, I just followed him for the first time. <clears throat> okay. Veer. Veer Mahan. You lost me weeks ago. Let's just be clear. But um my issue with, with Veer is that I don't think he should have been a heel. I agree. I really don't think he should. I think he should be a baby face. But also I think he looks Yeah. I think he looks cool. I think he might be like a, a cool guy. He seems like a cool guy in real life, to be honest with you. Um, I I do not agree at all with this program, with Ray and them. I think Ray and them could be doing way more better things right now than what the fuck they're doing. I was like, oh, damn, that's another tag team, right? I was like, damn, that's another tag team right there. <laughs> like, get them doing some tag team shit. Get them away from this shit. Uh, there's, there's a handicap match held in the sub between these three. The thing with, with, with Veer being a heel is that I feel as though his, his shelf life is a lot lower as a heel. The same way that they tried to build Jinder Mahal and all these people up the same way to be heels and all like the foreign heel stuff. That shit don't really work no more. Make him a baby face. Why can't he be a good guy facing the Miz? I feel like it was the Ezekiel thing that kind of jammed him. <laughs> like they got kind of introduced around the same time-ish. Um, and Ezekiel popped because he was a baby face that people could get behind and he had a stronger when you face heels as a as a growing baby face on Raw you have a stronger 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 base of people to face it could have been Miz Miz. it could have been you know anyone that could have got him and I know they're saying well you're a big guy how could he be imposed by anyone it's like well fucking make him face off against Omos you know what I mean exactly like it, it, that don't, it don't matter. It's up to them to figure that shit out. But Veer as a heel, it, it is inspiring no one to boo or cheer or anything. You just get silence. <laughs> like, no one cares. We've seen before. We've seen it a million times. Yeah. Exactly. I'm just like, I, I feel nothing for this guy. I would I'd fuck with him if he was a baby face. I really would. I think he looks cool. Me too. <laughs> I think he looks cool. I don't, I don't want to I don't want to boo this guy. I want to cheer him. Just cut it out. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't fuck with it at all. Have him beat Theory. He's, to me, it's like remember when Umaga had that short little tweener run. Mm, um, that was great. That's, that's what he should be. He should be the Umaga of the of of, of the whole game. Where he was where Umaga was beating up everybody, not just not just baby faces. Like it should, that should be who Veer is. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wilding. Let, let me know, guys. Let me know. Uh, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Ash. They're heating up that to some, right? Yeah, that this to me looks like course correcting. Uh, they're like we, they, she gonna get something. They are, I I see a tag team partner in her future, so she better get ready. Um, I don't know why they did Cody Rose in the Miz again. Uh, Miz got a show in a couple of weeks that they got to remind everybody about, and Cody is the hottest thing on the show. <laughs> yeah, there we go. They wheeled out the the corpse of MVP. For a match. Good lord. Well. I could not give a shit about this program. I'm sorry, everyone involved, but not really. I don't know what the I don't even know what stipulation they think. I think I just tuned out entirely. My thing about this is that like Bobby remains hot even throughout this really shitty program. I don't think it's his fault. I don't think it's MVP's fault. Omos is just not it. If it was Cedric Alexander, bro, I'd be like, okay, I'm into this. <laughs> 
because Cedric actually has like a, a really kind of like the the snu- the the conniving, sniveling little underling role. I actually like him in that role. Omos is just not it to me, bro. I'm sorry. Nice guy, real nice guy. I I can't, I can't vibe with I can't vibe with him in his program, and generally just can't vibe with him in this role. Yeah, no. I, I just I, maybe maybe I just don't like super heavyweight guys. Maybe that's it. You just want people to be cool, and they're not. That's true. That's true. Just be cool, you know. That is true. I I just don't I don't see it. I don't see it with them. I I I get why they put MVP with them, but you could have put MVP with anybody. I do think that him and Bobby needed to split to be for him to be a stronger babyface because he don't really need to um he don't need to be a you don't need a mouthpiece to be a, a babyface. And I think Bobby's actually been doing pretty good with promos too, which is kind of weird. Like he's one eighty there, but as long as they keep him hot, you know it's fine. I, I would just say put Bobby against against anyone else right now. My thing is also this is like with, with if he's not going against Omos, he's got to go to Theory, right? For that title. I don't want. I don't even know about Theory. <laughs> there was no. There was no. There was no Theory on the show. Thank I'm God. Glad, I'm glad, but the show wasn't really that great anyway. I feel like his addition wouldn't have added to it anyway. Um. Um. Triple threat match. Event. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Oscar, uh, Oscar versus uh, Becky Lynch. It was whatever. We've seen it a lot. We've seen it all over the place. This, this has happened. This was a truncated version to fit the end of a show in order to make up for a <laughs> for a plan that was not given to them, and they they, they did not plan on having uh, this match at all. It's a triple threat match. You mentioned that no one looks stronger here. I absolutely agree. But again. We gotta lipo it because this was not supposed to be what was gonna happen. Like this was not supposed to be the plan at all between these three. If if it was me, I it would have just been Becky Asuka at Hell in a Cell, correct? Then Asuka go on to do her own thing, and then you get Becky and Bianca at one of the stadium shows of the three. Now we get this and we're gonna get Becky and Bianca again at the stadium show. This 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 to me, I'm sorry, as much as people like you can agree with with you know Naomi Sasha, that's cool. I don't I don't mind. Uncontroversial opinion because I think that no one would have cared if you didn't know the actual motivation anyway. The strongest match probably would have been Naomi Bianca. I'm just gonna be clear. Yeah, it that would have been. I think I think it would have been. This is way too formulaic and understandable, and everyone's been goofy in their own aspect. And Bianca doesn't really look any stronger here. She can't look any stronger. She's a damn champion. Um, but at least that match would have been intriguing to the point where even if you knew that Bianca was yeah. Even if you knew that Bianca was going to win, it's a moment nonetheless. Like they're they're friends, and that's the story there. And now you got you got what looked to be the Oscar the Oscar Becky Becky having to regain her her moment right in that match, and further go down her downward spiral, which they're still trying to do here. That story gets cut off of the legs because they walked out, and now you have to make something else up. And again, like like I always say, that's up to them to make it make sense. They they're trying to do it now. That, that's why I'm I'm letting it play out. Whatever, but I I think that the strongest match would have been Naomi Bianca. I'm sorry, it, it just would have. It, that's just the it's just the long and short of it. There there were just more. There were there was more meat on that bone there. And and if you really think about it, Mills, it it would have been like a 14 day program. It would have been overweight, and they would have been able to go do whatever the fuck they wanted to do after that. And now we'll never know. <laughs> It's so lame. It's so lame how they be doing. They be doing Bianca, man. It's so lame. I hate it. It'd be lame how they be doing her, bro. That 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 match would have been that match would have been heat. Like they could have 
went back to the TikToks they make together. It could have been like a nice little competitive little I match. Agree. I agree. Nail. Bianca works really well. Like, like, remember when she was working with Alexa? Like, she works really well with like the athletic, acrobatic uh, folks. Like, Bianca's beating everybody on Raw. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they were trying to save this. They were really trying to save this. But now you got Bianca versus Oscar next week. We already know how that's going to end. Fuck finish. And yeah, that was Raw. I hope it's better next week. Let's go home show. I hope so too. Because goddamn, <laughs> goddamn. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's all I got for this week, man. Yeah, that's all I got too. I, it's glad to, I'm glad to be back. Uh, we're we're rolling into the summer. Usually the summer is kind of rough for us, right, Mills? But this year it looks like we got a lot of shit coming, you know, coming down the pipeline. We got a lot of stuff that we that we got to worry about um, as far as just shows and stuff like that. So you know, stick with us. The summer of the 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 A show. What actually we had a little tagline for that, Mills? Did we? Are we want to re- we want to reveal that yet, or we want to wait? Let's wait. Wait, we got it. We got we got something coming for you guys this summer. So just just stay tuned. Um, but for everyone who subscribes to our Patreon, I am slowly compiling matches for our Vader episode of Spot Callers in June. So there won't be a vote with the the our traditional vote, but we'll be voting on Vader matches. So be ready for that in the um the next coming weeks if you're on our Patreon. And uh, yeah, there's there's so much stuff coming up on that as well we also have that video of us uh doing the one chip challenge so if you haven't seen us die a horrible death to that make sure you go see that <laughs> on our patreon as well uh you also have the war report with Quan and cyrus i think they're, they're back at full capacity back at full power uh they'll be back with a uh i'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to be predicting double or nothing and me and mills will probably be talking about double or nothing next week as well on the a show uh so yeah stay tuned and thank you guys for listening to the a show for meals i am justin see you guys next week